everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisterly. You know the drill. You're here with Rebecca and Olivia, and we're so excited to be back for another episode. Um, Today's episode, we're going to be talking all about adulting and like how hard it is. (laughs) Things that we took for granted. Yeah. What we've been been struggling with and hacks, how to make adulting easier. Struggle. But before we get into that, we just got to chit chat, catch up. Rebecca and I were just talking like prior to recording and I was like, we got to turn on the recording because we're just talking about the content for the pod rather than just (laughs) chatting at each other. Right, right, right. Like we're going to forget about it because it's like there's a lot happening. Tomorrow's the the Met Gala. Well, actually, as we record this, tomorrow's the Met Gala. When this airs, the Met Gala will have just happened. So I'm ready for the looks. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope people show up on theme. I get really mad when people are like, "There's like a big theme, and they're just like doing something really boring." And I'm like, "This is like your chance, totally, to do something fun." Totally, it's just like funny because I feel like you and I, in general, aren't necessarily people who are like super invested in like. I mean, we love celebrities, but like, we're not very judgy. No, I'm like, I don't care what they do. But then it's like the <laughs> Met Gala and I'm like, what are you wearing? Like, <laughs> yeah. that is not on theme. Well, that's the thing. It's not even I'm like, oh, that's not cute. I'm like, it's not on theme. That's the only thing I care right. about. It's like you're at a themed party. You have to wear the theme. Right. But also, too, I am not necessarily like with high fashion. And then I'm like, oh, Kim Balenciaga again. And I'm like, what, <laughs> what do I care? What do I care? But you know what? I am excited to see her and Pete Davidson. I hope he's there. They better she go together. She did a hard launch of him on Instagram lately. And yeah, I'm they've here been for hard it. You know what? I, I find myself rooting for them. I'm rooting I like for it. them so hardcore. I was saying this to my friends today. I think that their relationship makes Kim feel more relatable. Yeah. She seems more human. Yeah, she With seems Kanye, more down to earth. They're like aliens. And I'm just like, who are you guys? Right. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, Kim and Kanye give off, like, standoffish, not very welcoming vibes. Kim and Pete, it's like – Seem like a good time. Seem like a great time. It's like, girl goes with guy who's just, like, good to her and is funny and, like, treats her like a queen and yeah. also brings her down to earth, you know, reminds her that we're all just, you know, living in Staten Island with our moms. <laughs> So I'm thrilled for them. Yeah, I can't wait for the Met. Mm, 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 mm. I hope they have some of the Bridgerton people there. Oh, my God. Imagine if Anthony is there. What's his name? Jonathan Bailey. Oh, love him. The only thing that makes – okay, because like originally – Wait, who are the hosts this year? The hosts this year are Regina King, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, and Lin-Manuel Miranda. I always like Blake Lively's outfits. Yeah, well, because she goes with the theme. Yeah, she stays on theme, and I appreciate that. Yeah, so anywho, can't wait. I'm also glad it's like – like I liked last year's theme. I kind of hated when the theme was like camp. Well, camp is like hard. It's like unless it's people very... really nailed it, there was a lot of meh. Like yeah. not quite it. Like what? what is – like I think people were a little vague on what camp means, so. Well, and then there's like that one quote about how camp is like a thousand – feathers or a million feathers so then you had like some people doing absolutely nothing and then you had like people in feathers yeah and that was it yeah i liked the one that was kind of like i forget what it was called but it was like kind of religious yeah yeah and chadwick boseman came in like a fire outfit 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's when Blake Lively had that like incredible gown that was red. Yeah, with the long train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. And I remember Gigi Hadid had like a really pretty thing that was oh, supposed to be like a stained glass really window. Yeah. She always looks really good too. I feel like Carly Kloss always comes in with like the worst outfits. Yeah, she just comes in often with like a, like a very simple dress. And I'm like, how is this the theme? She's wearing like a little black dress to like a camp-themed Met Gala. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? <laughs> Anywho, I can't uh, wait. Yeah, I'm excited for the looks. Catch me scrolling on Instagram Monday night. <laughs> yeah. Also, Rebecca and I were just talking about how tempted we've been lately to like restart and like a, an eight-season long teen rom drama series and like someone needs to talk us off that ledge yeah i don't have time for this and yet i keep like once a week being like should i watch it no no i don't have time well maybe no i know i don't have time (laughs) well i just finished another season of married at first sight (laughs) and i think i need to take a break from it because it's like a lot (laughs) it's a lot (laughs) and yeah, I need a little reality. Well, no, I don't need a reality TV break. That's a lie. But I, I just need a married at first sight. Let's break. not do anything drastic yeah. like stop watching reality No, TV. that's not going to happen. Well, because also I'm very behind on Real Housewives of New Jersey, so I need to catch up on that. I'm also going to hmm. keep watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. That's not going to stop. Yeah. Um, I just need a married at first sight break. Yeah, I've been watching season 14 of Married at First Sight, but I'm only on the honeymoons, so – I still have a lot to go, but it's yeah. it's already wild times. And season 14 is in Boston, which is like why I, want, I wanted to start with that. And it's just – it's it's wild stuff. I mean, hopefully you run into these people. Can you imagine? I know. I'm like, could you imagine if I just like saw them out and about? But I'm like, I can't see them out yet because I don't know how their season ends. So I'm like, I need to get yeah, to yeah, the yeah. end so I know what happens. Oh. But that's like pretty much what's going on in our lives. Um, yeah. I got my nails done. Shout out. Lynn, my girl, hooked me up <laughs> once again. Incredible nails. Yeah, they look really cute. You should put a photo of it on our Instagram. Oh, I will. <laughs> oh, I should do like a nail like photo. You dump. should. Oh my God, you should do like a series because let me tell you listeners, Olivia's nails are fire constantly. <laughs> if you want me to do a nail photo dump, I need you to DM us on Instagram and then I'll do it. I'll post my most recent ones because I'm not like trying to gatekeep too much here, but <laughs> Um, if you want like an actual one, let us know and I'll do that. Um, people want it. I want it. (laughs) I did that. I went for a hike. Um, that was fun and naturey. Um, (laughs) Rebecca doesn't have COVID anymore. Oh yeah. Snap stuff. I I was testing positive for a while there, even though I had, my symptoms had resolved days earlier, but we're officially negative. So we love that for me. (laughs) We do love that. I just made a banana bread. It's like. March 2020 up in here. <laughs> <laughs> just in Groundhog Day, just right back at it. Yep. Okay, I saw something online that I probably should have fact-checked before I bring it up on the podcast, but I'm still going to bring it up, that Dr. Fauci said we are like out of the pandemic phase. Yeah, he did say that. I don't know what that means per se, but I did see a quote that he said that. Okay, so we won't speculate any more than that because I don't want to like <laughs> spread false information. We will just say that, yes, he said that. I just think it's interesting because it's like I do know a lot of people right now who are getting COVID or like the latest variant. So it's like very much still here. But at the same time, it seems like it's maybe affecting people less intensely. And so maybe that's what it means. Yeah. Is is it like when a hurricane goes to like – A category 
whatever. Or like food. a tropical storm. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> when it's it like goes it's still here, but it's like yeah, not yeah, quite yeah. category right. five. It's like it's still bad. You still don't want to be outside, but like it's a tropical storm. Right. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. There's no science <laughs> behind this. Please, someone else do the research. Yeah, 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 yeah. These are not claims at all. These are just general musings. <laughs> <laughs> But Rebecca and I were talking about what we wanted to chit-chat about on today's episode, and we had some topics in mind, but I felt like – we both felt like last week's episode was, like, a little heavier just because we were talking a lot about, like, disappointment and how we manage those feelings and, you know, when disappointment comes up. And, like, I loved that. I hope people enjoyed those that episode. If you haven't listened, you totally should. But we also want to, like, switch it up and make sure that we're, like – keeping it light and fun on here, you know, making you laugh, making you do a little giggle. Yeah. Reaching the broad spectrum of emotions. We have fun and we laugh and we can talk about the deep things too. Right. Because that's what life is. Like there's a lot of hard stuff that goes on all the time, but it's also fun and joyful and wonderful, you know? Yep. Both things can be true. <laughs> um. So we kind of wanted to talk today about like adulting and I feel I feel like this I wanted to talk about this because so I am now 25 as we should all know because you should have all listened to the birthday episode where we really <laughs> talked about it <laughs> and um I feel like I feel like a proper adult like I I feel like I'm an adult but at the same time I don't necessarily feel like I have it all figured out which I would argue that a lot of adults would probably say they don't have it figured out. Yeah, I feel out. like most of us are just faking it till we make it. No one knows what's going on. Yeah, but I feel like we're in a unique position where it's like we're both adults. We've done this for a few years. Like we've learned some things, but we also have like a lot to still learn. Like, yes, are Much by no means learn. experts. And these are just kind of like almost like our findings from the first like five to seven years of really being an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, we were saying, like, adulting sort of really happens, like, when you're sort of out living on your own. And for Olivia and I, we both went to college after high school. And so that was, like, kind of the beginning. But even then, we were, like, it's not really, like, the full sort of, quote, adulting yeah. experience because you're, like, in an environment where you're still, like, supervised. You've got RAs. You've got teachers. And, you know, we lived in dorms and so you really didn't have to do all of the things like to take care of yourself. Like you had to get yourself dressed into class, but, you know, there were dining halls and things like that. So a lot of the sort of real like, oh, time to be a big girl and figure out how to do this like moments happened once we left college and moved to a city and just like lived there. For me, after college, I lived in New York City. And for Olivia, after college, she moved to San Francisco. And that was sort of just like the first time for each of us that we had to sort of like really look out for ourselves and be responsible for everything we're doing and for getting places and for feeding ourselves and paying our bills and all those sorts of things. Totally. Yeah. I think it's it's so interesting. I don't know why I made this decision, but I also do know why I made this decision. When I graduated college, the day after graduation, I moved out of my house and in, in moved to San Francisco. <laughs> and I I feel like that was a questionable choice, but I, I think I did it because I was honestly like bummed that college was ending and I needed like 
to be on to the next else. thing. Yeah, like I need I couldn't like sit in it. I needed to be like All right, this is done. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, but yeah, so like I moved to San Francisco and I mean, I've spent time in cities before, but I was definitely overwhelmed. Like I didn't, I didn't know a ton about San Francisco, even though I went to college kind of outside of the city. I, I think we, Rebecca and I have mentioned we grew up in Connecticut. So like I didn't grow up spending time in the city. Like I didn't really know how to navigate it. I didn't – I moved into an apartment that, like, I had gone and seen, but I didn't really know much about the neighborhood. Like, I, I just knew that I could get to work from there. And I moved with one of my best friends and one of my roommates from college. We moved into this new apartment. And it was a lot. Like, it was literally, like, getting slammed in the face with, like, this is now your new life. And I had no idea that that's what it was going to be. Like, all of a sudden I had a job and I went to work, you know, five days a week from, you know, nine to six. And um, I mean, obviously I was in college and and doing stuff, but like you have a ton of free time in college. Like, yeah, you go to class, but you, you're you in like four classes and, and you're there, you know, I think in total I had like 10 hours of class a week. And yeah, you have a lot of work to do outside of that, but let's be real here. Like you have a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. to just like do whatever with your friends and then I moved to San Francisco and it's like oh no you have to work constantly and I was like yep. oh okay <laughs> interesting interesting um <laughs> and also like you have deliverables like you have to you know really contribute like it was different from a summer job where it was like all right like everyone knows I'm here for eight weeks and I'll you know work when I work and make some extra cash and, you know, it just, it was very different. It's like all of a sudden I have to have a work wardrobe. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) And like, I have to start taking public transit. Like I need to figure out how to navigate the city. Um, About a week into living in my apartment, I woke up at like six in the morning to a man screaming. I mean, I think something was up with this man but screaming about how he was gonna burn everything to the ground like hello (laughs) (laughs) we are not on campus anymore oh it's just so many things like yeah I like I had to learn how to like navigate the New York City subway and let me tell you you see a lot of things on the Mm -hmm. New York City subway and you quickly become desensitized to it in New York like New Yorkers are just completely unfazed by absolutely anything and everything so I learned how to adapt that, but just like, yeah, you leave this college bubble and then you're like, oh, wow, like there's just all this stuff now. I remember my apartment got mice and I was oh, just like, yeah. uh, what What does one do about mice in your apartment? Like I had an experience, like maybe there was once a mouse in our basement in our home or something, but I never saw it. I never had to deal with it. And now yep. it was just like, oh, there's just like a family of mice who want to make my apartment their home. Like, what do I do <laughs> about this? And like I had to set traps. And in my first apartment, I had no laundry. Like there was no washer dryer, not even for the building. And I had like, obviously at home we had it. And I would do my own laundry. And then at college, we had like a room for it. But I like was like, oh, I, I have to go to the laundromat now. And I was like, get yeah. all my quarters and, you know, to like lug it there and lug it back all floor floors up my walk up to like carry it back. It's just so many things that you just didn't have to do. And now it's like a part of your like weekly or daily routine. 
Yep. I remember when I first moved to San Francisco, I was like terrified to go outside when it was dark out. Like I just, in my defense, I did move to an area that was slightly less safe than I originally thought. Like it ended up being totally fine, but there was just like a lot going on in my street, as I mentioned with the screaming. Like I just, anywho, but I literally like if it was dark outside, I was not walking alone. Like I was afraid to go out by myself. After a few weeks, I realized like, because I moved in in the summer, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, um, it's starting to get dark at like 5.30. Like I, <laughs> I have to leave this place. Like, I can't just stay here, you know? Yeah. But it's scary. And like, I didn't know where anything was. Like I knew how to get to work. I knew how to get to the grocery store. And like that was it for a while which is kind of sad. But then all of a sudden you're like, all right, I need to, like, I want to explore. I want to go get dinner places or be able to like show people things when they come to visit. Um, So yeah, I just feel like there's a lot that kind of all of a sudden hits you that these are now things that you're completely responsible for. Um, One thing that was really hard for me I mean, when I was in college, my last two years, I did live in a house with a bunch of girls. And so I wasn't on like a meal plan or anything. But even still, like, I wasn't really cooking. I <laughs> I remember I had frozen chicken and all of a sudden I'm like freaking out in my kitchen being like, all I have are these like frozen chicken cutlets. Like, what do I do with them? And like my roommate had to show me how to like cook a chicken from like frozen and anywho I was mainly making like pasta I also was in a sorority in college so I would often go there for free meals or like my boyfriend could cook so like he would cook me a lot of my food or I would just get like things that were easy to whip up but all of a sudden I'm living on my own and I'm like oh I have to like completely provide my own sustenance like there's not there's no one else here to help with that at all. And um, that was really hard for me because I was really scared. Like I was really scared to cook. I find it very intimidating to this day. I find <laughs> it just really like now I know some things and of course, but it's just I still don't feel confident about it. And I feel like I need to just like do it by just like forcing myself to do more things to like I learn how to do it and feel more comfortable. But I feel like it can just be like very intimidating. And we were saying before that, um, before we started recording, that one thing that sort of helped us like get kickstarted with it is like doing one of those like meal, um, not like a meal prep, but like meal it's like services. the meal kits. Yeah. Like, um, you know, HelloFresh, Home, Home Chef, Blue Apron, whatever. Like there are so many of them now. But yeah, there's like so many out there and they like What's really nice is that they just like provide you all of the ingredients and they're already like the correct amount. Yeah. So it just takes out a lot of guesswork of like you going to the grocery store and being like, well, what do I need to get to, to make a meal? Like it provides you the recipe, provides you all the ingredients and tells you how, exactly how to do it. And they're usually like fairly simple and not that long to make. Yeah. And I feel like that was a very good way to be like, okay, like here's a way for us to start learning how to make some things and like learn how to use things like on the stove and in the oven. Totally. I found it so helpful. That comes with like little picture cards. Like there's like six steps, like low stakes. But that was the first time I had ever cooked like 
chicken on the stove. I was so scared I would only bake it before then because I was like, I don't yeah. know how to do this. This I is stressful. I was paranoid that I was going to give myself or somebody else food poisoning, that I was going to like not cook all the way through like my meats. Then I learned you can just get a meat thermometer and that really changes your life. Yeah. So. <laughs> Okay, another for later. <laughs> okay, another the sorry, this is like a random hack, but this it's kind of like a meat thermometer. I like to have a lot of plants these days, and I get very stressed because I never know when they're supposed to be watered. Like I look it up, I try to remember, it really stresses me out. But I got this thing on Amazon that like tells you it's like a meat thermometer, basically. You like plop it into the soil of your plant and it tells you like how like how much moisture is in there. Oh, so it can like clue you into if you need to water it. Yeah. So it'll tell me if it's dry, if it needs more water, or if it's like too wet, which at that point, there's literally nothing you can do. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> but um, it's super helpful. It's like a meat thermometer. I'm like, oh, okay, it needs water. Like, in, or does it? Finally. I'm like, someone just answered this question for me. Like, I, I'm tired of asking these rhetorical questions. I don't know if it's rhetorical, or, but just like an, a question into the void. Like, how do I know when my plant needs water? Like, I, another thing that's hard as an adult, it's like, oh, every adult has 8 million plants in their apartment. But I'm like, how do I take care of this? What? Like, no one taught. Like, I guess someone taught me, like, our dad likes to garden. Like, but this is different. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't – where is the best lighting in my apartment for this yeah. succulent? I don't know. Like, <laughs> this is hard to learn these things. Yeah, it is. And it's also like, you know, our parents tried to teach us to cook things when we were younger, to be fair, in the house. And like, I knew how to make pasta, but I just – I didn't have the interest in learning how to cook because I was like, you guys cook for me. So there's really no motivation for me to learn how to cook for myself because you guys cook better than I do. And so I don't need to learn. But totally. then when I'm in an apartment by myself and I also when I first moved to New York City, I lived alone yeah, and I had never lived alone before. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So how am I going to eat? <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, oh, I guess it's it's time to learn how to make some basic things. I remember my mom taught me some like really basic like here's how you can like bake salmon with ter teriyaki in the oven. It's like so easy, but it's like very yummy and it's good for you. And I was like, oh, okay, I can I can handle this. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing too is like all of a sudden now you're grocery shopping for yourself. And I remember like I texted my dad being like, how much should I spend on groceries? Like right, what's what obscene amount of food? Or like yeah. what, how much did these things cost? I was like, dad, do you know that red meat costs like $15? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like what's <laughs> happening? Yeah. So true. I still hate grocery shopping for a number of reasons. Uh, top reasons, including one, it's cold in the store and I'm always freezing mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. there. It is cold in there. Two, I tend to go when I'm hungry, which is a bad idea because I like start to get hangry and also I just like put way more things in the cart than I really need. Or other alternative, like other extreme, I show up to the grocery store really like set on like creating a new healthy lifestyle for myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I do that and then, all like, the time. Later I get home and I'm like, what the f <laughs> want any of these snacks like where it's are like, all my snacks like once every six months I'm like I'm a new person and it's like no I'm not no I'm I, not like, well good for me foods and then I'm like oh, but I where's my cookies like, right I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm gonna stop snacking and then I get home and I'm like where are the snacks like <laughs> yeah. there's nothing to eat in this place it's crazy okay but here's some grocery store hacks though that I have found first of all 
if you're a young adult, you should be shopping at Trader Joe's. If you're not, you're making a mistake. Start shopping there. It makes your life 8 million times easier because there's so many pre-made options. That's so But true. also, another thing, if you're a meat eater, buy pre-made, pre-marinated meats. Yeah. It's going to save you so much time, so many ingredients, and it's going to taste good. So just – I'm talking – a lot of pre-marinated stuff. Also, the frozen food section anywhere, especially at Trader Joe's, is like slept on. Like, I yeah. make so many meals from frozen things, and I feel like frozen food gets a bad rep because we think of like lean cuisines. Yeah, I feel like when I was a kid, I just thought frozen food was only like TV tray foods or whatever. Like, yeah, it's like, like lean cuisine no. or whatever. And it's like, no, there's like plenty of just regular foods that you freeze and then just – heat it up later right like especially like we were talking about it's hard to grocery shop for one it's much easier if you buy like a frozen bag of broccoli because then you take out the amount you want when you need it well yeah and you don't waste it bad especially when I lived alone I was just like oh my gosh all this food goes bad before I can even use it and so it's like you know you get like chicken from the grocery store and then it's like okay cook the one that you want to eat tonight or two or whatever and then the rest of it you freeze it and you save it for later i put so much stuff in the freezer i put my bagels in the freezer i put yeah i put my bread in the freezer because it goes bad right and it's like listen i cannot be expected to eat one loaf of bread by myself every every time like i can't (laughs) okay sometimes yes i can do it other times i just want one piece of bread okay and it's a lot of pressure to ask one woman to eat a whole loaf of bread by herself within three to four days i'm probably up to the challenge but should i be no no like could i do it yes but i don't always want to have to do it so anywho (laughs) it's hard i hope other people are relating to this because I think it's really challenging. Um, another thing that's on our list that I want to expand upon is going to the post office. Like, it's really I hard. I cannot express how difficult I find it to go to the post <laughs> office. The lengths that I will go to to avoid going to the post office are extreme. I will rather drop off my own personal mail at my work office's like mail drop box like slot area uh-huh. so I can just like do it there. Or I make Mike do it. I'm like, Mike, um, will you be going near the post office anytime soon? He's like, um, not really, but like I'll be out today. I'm like, can you can you mail this for me? <laughs> because I just I I don't know why, but just the idea of having to go all the way to the post office to wait in line to like get my package stamped and mailed, I just oh <laughs> here's the thing. It's the too post much. office is really challenging. Here's the thing that I've also noticed, like as adults now, th- these days, like most of us don't have printers. Like I don't own a printer. And a lot of times you need to print out return labels. Oh, and this yeah. is incredibly challenging. <laughs> every I, place is like drop off your your thing like with our printed label and drop it off at USPS. And I'm like, no. I'm like, I don't, I don't have a printer. To. So then I have to go to FedEx to print and pay a dollar, which is like not that much money, but it's very frustrating. Here's the thing. Thank God that I'm back in my office now because I print now I now I can print it at the office. And it saves me so much panic and stress because I can print it out and then I put it in my office's mailroom. But like not everyone can do that and it's very frustrating. It's very stressful. But here's the thing. Here's things that I have learned. First of all, if you can ship through UPS or FedEx, 
not USPS because they're much nicer at UPS and FedEx. And also they'll print it for you. They'll charge you for it, but they'll take away the hassle. Yeah. <laughs> to- Convenience factor is worth it. Yeah. Um, also stamps. Things that you, those are things that you need as adults, but I don't want to order them online. Office. Yep, I get mine from Amazon. Yeah, order that online. You don't have to go in to get them. <laughs> I don't go to the post office. I order them on Amazon, and you can order the like forever ones. You know the because mm-hmm. that's also the thing. Like, don't get the ones that aren't forever because because then the postage. How many letters change. do you really send? Like, you're you're right. going to run out of them that quick, right? But also like the postage changes, so you need to buy those like forever ones. Yeah, I always get the forever ones because I'm like, I cannot be bothered to figure out what the current price is for an envelope. I can't even express to you how much I cannot be expected to find out how much it costs to mail a piece of a mail. I, I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> you were asking it's too just, much of It's me. just too much. It's too much. Anywho. Too far. Okay. Also, even like living in a city, now I have to find where the post office is and I have to walk there? Are you kidding me? I have to carry this giant box. Here's the thing. I currently have a giant box. I like participated in this thing at work. I like volunteered to help make these kits. But this box is like 25 to 30 pounds. And now I have to get it to UPS. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I I mean, like I live in a city. I guess I can drive there. Where am I going to park? (laughs) Anywho, that is the thing. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I could just drive there. It's not that bad. But I'm like, there's no parking in front of the USPS near me. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't, I can't deal with this. I just can't. Mike, Mike, you take this package. I can't, I can't can't do it. (laughs) It's too much. Um, Well, I could talk about the post office forever, apparently. No. I do want to say, though, as much as I'm complaining about the post office, I, I do support of, USPS. Yes, and I think I we should use of, them. However, right. I have a lot of respect for our postal workers. So I want that to be a clear. <laughs> so I, I did say that, that FedEx and UPS, the people are nicer. And I do stand by that because the people at the desk at USPS can be a little tough sometimes, but it's because they have to deal with a lot. So I'm not blaming them. I'm just expressing my reality. Anywho. <laughs> Your anecdotal experience. Yes. Yes. Um, Another adulting task that is stressful and that I took for granted that my parents used to just take care of for, for me is making doctor's appointments and dentist appointments. And it took me – I know so many people who just like af- like during college and after college just – didn't see the doctor for like years because they were like at Jack with the dentist (laughs) yeah yeah Mike does the same thing it's just like their parents stopped making their appointments and they were just like oh whatever and they just forgot about it it's like uh you used to go to the doctor at least once a year for your annual checkup and the dentist like most times twice a year yeah and it's like what you just don't go for years and like I did the exact same thing then I was like you know, I probably should take care of my health in some shape or form. It took me a while, but I finally got there. I have finally got – at 30 years old, I finally have a doctor for all of my needs. Yes. I have a doctor for all of my needs. I see them regularly. Um, Here's the thing that I did when I first moved to San Francisco, and I tell everyone this, and some people think it's a great hack. Some people think it's absolutely ridiculous. All of my doctors start with San Francisco. San Francisco (laughs) – dermatology, San Francisco, gynecology, San Francisco, because I was afraid I was going to forget which office was yours, which office I went to, because that has happened to me before. In college, I went to an allergist. It took me weeks to figure out what allergist it was. I couldn't remember. So that was my tactic. Now I branch out a little bit because I think I can remember it, but like a great tip, like try to find, you know, city 
type of doctor or like literally write it down because you're going to forget what doctor you go to and yeah, it's actually like create a quite note in your phone. <laughs> yeah. I have done it based around like location convenience. Pretty mm-hmm. much all my doctors these days are right nearby because I just like cannot be bothered to like drive to another town to yeah. go seek care. So also another way to make doc like making doctors appointments so much easier is when you go actually make the follow-up appointment when you're there and yeah. put it in your calendar so you don't have to worry about calling in again to make an appointment. Yeah. That is yeah, something I used to not want to do. So much easier. I used to not want to do that because I didn't want to have to commit because I was like, okay, I just what came if my here. Plans change? Yeah. Well, also it's like I just like, do you know how long it took me to get to like to make this dentist appointment and actually show up? And now you're asking me to do it again and I just <laughs> did it. But the thing is, is that once you start like putting it on a calendar, then you don't have to worry about it anymore. It's yeah, on the calendar. It's like already booked. You don't have to call them. Some places it's nice. You have like online portals or whatever and you can like yeah. make your appointment online. Love that. But another thing I learned when you become an adult is that doctor's offices get like crazy busy and they're just like, so oh yeah, busy. we're booked. Like you can't just like call and be like, I'm sick. Can I come in today? I mean, sometimes people will squeeze you in, but they're like, yeah, sorry, your doctor's booked for the next like six weeks. And you're like, what? <laughs> so also to book key- that stuff in advance. A key tip is to be really nice to your doctors and the people that book the appointments. Mm -hmm. Like just be so nice to them because you want them in your corner. I remember – so I have like an ear, nose, and throat doctor for my various ear, nose, and throat ailments. And um, I needed to go see my doctor because I had an earring infection. And I called them and they were like, yeah, we don't have availability for six weeks. And I was like, no, listen, like, <laughs> please, like my ear is currently infected. Like, I can't wait six weeks to see a doctor. And she's like, okay, give me a minute. She came back. She's like, we can see you tomorrow at 8 a.m. And I was like, amazing. I will be there tomorrow at 8 a.m. Like, you got to be nice to these people because all of a sudden you're going to need to see them immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to need someone in your corner. A hundred percent. Um, and kind of along that line, something that's been so helpful for me is just actually using the calendar on my phone and putting every single thing on oh, that yeah. calendar. Anything. I'm hanging out with my friends. It's on the calendar because I'm going to forget. <laughs> there are too many things you have to remember as an adult because you actually have responsibilities and things that you need to happen. So you have to write them down and like let technology technology help you. Like let it assist you where it can. This is what it was made for. Like put on the reminders color code like yeah I'm all about my color-coded calendar and I've like extended it to be like I have one I also have a calendar that's like on the fridge that Mike and I share so we both know each other's events as well I'm obsessed with using the reminders app on the phone because it's like it's like a checklist but you can also set like a timer for it so I can remind myself like a week from now at 6 p.m like oh, don't forget to do this. Or I can set myself a reminder like, don't forget you were going to go to CVS after work today or whatever because yeah. I cannot remember anything. And if as long as it pops up on my phone, on my home screen, I'm like, oh, right, I was going to go do that. Or, oh, yeah, I, f- I forgot I was going to call and make this appointment today. Yeah. And I feel like what it means to be an adult, your time is so limited because now you're – if you're kind of living the standard nine-to-five life, like you're working most of the hours of the, of your day – And so you need to really maximize the hours that you have so you can't waste time 
being like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing or like, I don't remember or like, what are the things that need to get done? Like, you just got to write it down because otherwise, like, you're going to spend so much time like trying to remember all of these things instead of just like doing them. And I feel like you really need to, yeah, like realize that time is super precious. We also uh, got some answers to our polls on Instagram from listeners about some adulting tasks that stress them out. And uh, one of the ones we got was picking out a health insurance plan. And that is so real because no one teaches you how to do that. No one teaches you like – what are the things that you should care about in your health insurance plan? Like what's reasonable? What's like expected? What's standard? It's just like – and also no one teaches you like how to do the transition from your parents' insurance plan to your own. And it was just like a whole thing for me because I was like on my parents' insurance and then I was on student insurance when I was in law school. But then my student insurance ended. But there was also a gap between when I finished law school and when I started my new job that I was like, what insurance do I get for these like three months? And so then I was like, I need to get my state insurance. I was like, how do I do that? And like, you have to register for it. And oh my God, so much paperwork. Yeah, no. And also too, even when you know, like, okay, I'm going to take, you know, my employment's insurance. Like there's often a ton of options and you're like, there's like the silver plan, like the gold plan. Like, what does this mean? Like, what do yeah. I need? And I like don't PPO, know. And then there's like flex plan, like fle- flexible spending plan. I'm like, I don't know what I need. Like, I'm like a relatively healthy-ish person. I'm like, am I going to go to the doctor a ton? I don't know. That's It's super challenging. I would say something that I found helpful is if you're – if you work for like a larger company, um, you're not – I don't know if this is the same for like state insurance or student insurance, but if you work for a company, like normally there's a benefits person or there's like a benefits program that your team, like your office uses and you need to set up a meeting with them and be like, I don't understand the health insurance plans. Or um, sometimes they'll offer like, you know, sessions where you can go and learn more about your health insurance. Like you need to go to those. Yeah. Ask questions. Ask questions. Or also, like, call your health insurance company. And, like, they have representatives that are literally meant to walk you through your insurance plans and help you pick. Mm-hmm. It's a hassle, though. Like, there's no easy way to do it. Another uh, adulting task that we got from someone was uh, just generally, like, tidying and making your home look presentable for guests. Yeah. Like just realizing that, oh yeah, like your parents like probably did a lot of the tasks that made everything look tidy. Everything's put together. People come over. It looks presentable. And now I'm like, oh yeah, like when when people are like about to come over, I start like cleaning things. And I'm like, oh yeah, like people can't just come over and like my crap is everywhere. Like there can't just be like piled dishes in the sink. Like there can't just be my clothes strewn over my bed and dresser. Um, totally. I used to like not really understand why our parents got so flustered before people come over. And now I, I am them as an adult. <laughs> yeah. Even when like my closest friends are coming over, I'm like, 
Jack, we need to vacuum the whole apartment. And he's like, do we? I'm like, yes. Like, everything needs to be clean. Or like, things in the bathroom. I'm like, oh my god, I need to clean the sink. I need to, yes. like, spray the mirror. Like, I, I'm like, so stressed. I'm like, this is not something I ever thought about. But now, all of a sudden, it, it feels like your home is a reflection on, like, how you're doing in life. Yeah. It's like, are you put together or not? Yeah. Like, are you an adult? Like, is your toilet clean? If it's not, mm, <laughs> you know? That's also – I feel like that's a tip. Like if you have people coming over, if there's only one – okay, I would say two things. If there's only two things you have time for, clean your toilet and yep. vacuum. Yeah. Those are the things people will notice. <laughs> that's so true. I'm like trying to think of like what when I'm in somebody's house. I'm like most things I'm like I'm not paying that close attention. But a lot of times if you go to visit somebody's house and you're staying there long enough, like you'll go into the bathroom at some point. Yeah. So – but just like if you're having a party, think about what people are really using. It's like your bathroom <laughs> and they're walking on your floors. So. Yeah. That is the other thing, like sweeping, like – and like when we were growing up, like sometimes our parents but like also friends' parents would be like, oh, take your shoes off. And I'd be like, what do you mean? Like I just walk around in my shoes. Like I just – child carefree lifestyle. And now I'm like, yeah, of course I'm going to take my shoes off. I'm tracking stuff all over the place. Yeah. I'm making it dirty to walk on everything. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm not wearing my shoes around the house. That's a no. Yeah. I immediately take my shoes off and I put my inside slippers on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and those slippers do not go outside. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have your indoor shoes and your outdoor shoes. Just like Olivia, you have your clothes mm-hmm. for the outside and not – those don't go on your bed. <laughs> nope. I have my outdoor clothes and my indoor clothes. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, and it was tough during COVID because it was like, wait, I'm always in my pajamas. So then I had my inside pajamas and my outside pajamas Like if I had to go take the dog for a walk. (laughs) Um, Another thing that Rebecca and I were talking about that we've started to notice as we've become adults is what I would like to kind of overarchingly call body betrayal. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just the the overwhelming realization that your body is not the body of a 16-year-old anymore. And I'm not saying this at all about appearance. I'm saying this about genuinely how it feels and how it starts like creaking. (laughs) (laughs) Like an old house. sound when I sit down or stand up now. (laughs) Like I get hip pain. Like what? Like my (laughs) joints get sore so much more easily than they used to. Like I just can't. I I sleep weird one night and my like whole neck the next day is messed up. I'm like, what is going on here? Yes. Or like if you're someone who drinks and like you drink a lot, like the next day, like my body can't handle it anymore. (laughs) I'm worn down. (laughs) And that's tough. That's tough. Um, I don't have a hack. There's there's no great hack for that. I mean, I guess maybe regular exercise so that it doesn't deteriorate. Yeah, yeah. But But like even still, like that's all I've got. Yeah. (laughs) So true. Another one that we were thinking about is just like how much effort you have to put into keeping up with people and like seeing people. When you're younger, it's just like you're either at school, so you just run into them. Or when you're a kid, your parent might like organize a play date for you or something. So you don't even have to worry about your social calendar because somebody else handles that for you. But now it's like, oh, I want to see my friends. Well, we both have jobs and we have things to do and errands to run and appointments to go to. And we're all exhausted after our work day. So it's like, when am I going to see you? Uh, 
I don't know, six weeks from now and you have to like put it on the calendar. I literally schedule time with my friends months in advance. It's insane. (laughs) It's just also too like, yeah, not having those built in activities to kind of keep a friendship going. Like you have to reach out to people. (laughs) It's wild. (laughs) And also too, like (laughs) keeping up with people and just general correspondence. Like (laughs) 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 I remember watching him. Um, I think it might have been Gilmore Girls. And someone asks Emily, like, what she's doing. And she's like, oh, I'm just, like, doing my correspondence. And I was like, what are you talking about? And now I'm like, oh, right. Like, Rebecca and I were talking about how now we have to, like, write thank you notes, you know, to people to let them know, like, I got your gift and I really appreciated that. Like, that's wild. People send out Christmas cards. Like, I know. I got to get in the Christmas card game. My friends send out Christmas cards this year. I'm like, this is insane, but I also love it. You have to get like letterhead. (laughs) And (laughs) again, like we're saying, you have to get stamps and like, as we know, we will will not go to the post office. So we got to order that online. Okay. So to wrap up this episode, we're just going to end it with some like fast hacks, just like things that we've learned. Quick fire hacks. Yeah. Quick fire hacks, like things we've learned. In our time as adults that have been super helpful. Yeah. So one is um, you can wear your jeans more than once. (laughs) You you don't have to wash them after every time that you wear them. Unless, you know, they're like really smelly for some reason or you stained them with something. But like there are certain articles of clothing that do not need to be washed after every single use. Yep. Um, Another one. You always should have a wipe with you, like literally baby wipes or like a Tide pen or something for when you get a stain or like if there aren't uh, – there, there isn't toilet paper. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just or, like there's there's infinite number of situations in which you can use a baby wipe and you'll be glad that you had it. Yeah. So those should always be in your purse same with like a tissue. Like my friend was telling me the other day – I don't actually remember this, but apparently we were out once like at a bar and there was no toilet paper. And I was like, don't worry, guys. I have toilet paper. And I was like, wow, I don't feel like I do that enough anymore. But that was really smart of me. This was specifically when I was studying abroad in Spain because I feel like they were notorious for not having toilet paper. But like that's just a good hack in general. Like, yeah, just so useful at at all times. If you're a person who gets periods, I would recommend using a period tracking app. Yeah. It's, like, it's very useful. Don't manually put that in your calendar. There's an app for that. Okay. Like, much, every don't. time I go to the doctor, they're like, and when was your last period? And without the app, I'm like, I have no idea. I could not possibly tell you. Nope. <laughs> so. Um, another thing, we talked a lot about like food stuff already, but cook things in bulk. Like and freeze it if you need to. Like yeah, just have things, things ready in to the go. Freezer. Just utilize the freezer. <laughs> um I already touched on the using the reminder app on your phone. So good for all things. Uh, Roombas, if you can. <laughs> if you have a, a compatible home for a Roomba where like you have kind of a lot of open space, not too many things blocking it, can save you a lot of time. And if you don't want to have a Roomba, like invest in a good vacuum cleaner. Like stop using your grandma's vacuum cleaner that she got as a wedding gift. Like, right. like you need like a good compact vacuum. Compact and powerful. Yep. Oh, um, another one back to body betrayal. Don't sleep on your stomach. It's not good for your neck or your spine. Look it up. Like, don't do that. It's not good for you. Sleep on your side. Okay. That's how you should be sleeping. And also invest in a good pillow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stop buying pillows from Ikea. It's going to mess up your back. Buy one of those pillows where you can adjust like the foam on the inside. 
that's what's really going to do it for you. Another hack that we got was from a listener, which said like, make sure that if your employer offers a 401k plan, you get in on that. And especially if they do matching, take advantage of your employer's matching program as early as possible. Do it as soon as you get a job and you will never think about it again. Yeah. <laughs> you won't even remember that you're losing money. I mean, you're yeah, not really losing it because you're saving it. because it, you'll but... never see it. Yep. And those are our fast hacks. <laughs> <laughs> if you have more, tell us and we'll share them on our Instagram for everybody. Yes, we would love to know more. Please tell us how to adult better. If you have hacks for making the post office less painful, please let me know. <laughs> Specifically the post office. Thank yeah. you so much. And we already know about the post office like delivery one. Okay. We know about that. If you're not – do you know about that, Rebecca? What delivery thing? I know that they'll they'll mail you stamps, but – No, no, no. But like that they'll tell you what's like getting delivered in the mail today. Oh, oh, oh yes. I okay. live for Thank that. God. I, I love like... my daily email that tells me all the mail I'm getting. I, I have it, it for USPS. I have it for UPS. I have it for FedEx. If a package is coming, I know like three to five business days in advance, okay? Mm -hmm. If you aren't on that, you should be doing that. That was – sorry. A last minute add to the fast <laughs> So we hope you enjoyed today's episode on adulting tasks that stress us out and our quick hacks to make them less painful. As Olivia said, please let us know if you have any to share with us on our Instagram at sisterlypod. And we'll catch you next week. 